They're large, in charge, and in they're about to barge. Here are Cliff and Kendall. And Charles Lindbergh is a woman? Yep, yep, yep. Matt, 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 Do you hear that? Do you hear my dinger that I have brought with me? Oh, li- dueling I dingers. I ding in response. <laughs> it's a call and response for Cliff and Kendall. It's a call and response type show today, listeners. <laughs> Which is what you want to be doing in the bathroom. Call and response. Call and response. I also have a Halloween head. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that Halloween head. And he goes off sort of at <laughs> unexpected times. I have... Uh, I have burped and he went off once, but usually, <laughs> usually it's something louder. I don't know really what's going to set him off, but I it's thought, it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. It's a mystery word that sets off the, a, <laughs> the skeleton head. It's a mystery for sure, Kendall. <gasps> but anyway, hey, we, where are we, Kendall? Why don't you just tell the listeners? It's so Cliff, beautiful here. I can't take my eyes off of our surroundings. I know we're in this beautiful park here on Fizzy 111. It's just the most beautiful foliage around. There's so many like wonderful colors starting to turn for the fall. And um, we're on a on a scavenger hunt. Well, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter turned Mrs. Snodbottom on a scavenger hunt. We're sitting our asses down and doing a show here in the booth. Well, you know, I don't want to scavenge for stuff. <laughs> you know, I just, we scavenged for food in the kitchen just moments ago. Because, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not really competitive, but then I can be weirdly competitive and I get on my own nerves. <laughs> it's just better if I don't. If I'm going to scavenge, I'll just make my own damn list and scavenge yeah. for We're it. We're doing okay? what we do best. We're sitting here and sitting doing the show for the listeners. Oh, and also sitting doing here the show, eating. right. So, but it's a, it's a hell of a show. That's what it's going to be today. We're here in this beautiful park, but we're not talking about beautiful parks and changing leaves. No. We're talking about, <laughs> oh, the secrets and history of the bathroom. Ooh, shitter's full, Cliff. The shitter's full. Didn't you always want to know the reasons why? The whys, the whens, the hows, the whos, the wheres, the etc. When you were just sitting there pinching off a loaf. <laughs> I don't know about at those times, but I have often watched History Channel shows, and I know when they bring up the bathrooms, I'm like, ooh, the bathroom. I, I wish there was a whole show dedicated to that. So here we are. So here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Why isn't there a bathroom network? Well, that's what we're here for, Cliff. Let me tell you the problem with everything, Kendall, right now. The Uh problem with everything as far as, like, networks, even in streaming services and stuff, you would think with unlimited numbers of channels, okay? Mm -hmm. Unlimited numbers of streaming things, that services, the Netflixes, the Hulus, the Thises, and the Thats. Mm -hmm. With few exceptions, 
they are all trying to be each other. And it's like, why don't we really diversify? And there can be a channel about the bathroom. There can be a channel about this, a channel about that. And didn't that seem like a wonderful world of possibilities back in the day? What a wonderful world. You first started realizing like how there were so many channels, but now as everybody wants to just have their own, they're like, oh, we need a scripted show. I don't know, one that'll broadly appeal to everybody. And, oh, we need a reality show. I don't know, something that'll broadly appeal to the worst human beings in the world, the ones who watch broadly appealing reality shows. And mm-hmm. all of them, they all of them want to do the same thing, and all the things that they want to do are terrible, Kendall. And that's why I'm here to say, Hollywood, you'll have me back on your side when you announce a new bathroom channel. Diversify your portfolio. Diverse, God damn it. Why have a portfolio <laughs> if it's not diversified? Okay, Cliff, hang your soapbox on the hook over there. When you're done, you got to put it up. Hang it on the hook. <laughs> Cliff, let's get into the history of bathrooms because I am dying to tell you some things about the bathroom. And I'm dying to hear it, Kendall. Let it flow. Let it, fl- let it flush. Cliff, the baths are really where the bathroom started. Just the bath, you know. And baths, they, they date back as far as 3000 B.C., because at that time, water had strong religious value, and it purified elements for both your body and your soul. <laughs> so, you know, it's also why the last time Charles has had a bath was, I don't know when, so he, he just got all these terrible demons in him. Oh, no, I'm thinking he's abstaining uh, like a religious thing. You know how some people, <laughs> they, they go, not us, they go on uh, a fast where they don't eat. He's gone on a shower fast, ooh, ooh, and ooh, it could last... Ooh, ooh. It could last, it could just go on like this, Kendall. It shows. He's the only person with a pet skunk that smells worse than the pet skunk. Oh, now, Chuck, did you see him earlier today? He brought Chuck the skunk with him, and he was rubbing a little of that Noxzema, uh, you know, cream on the skunk's nose so he didn't get a sunburn. Yeah. He takes care of that skunk better than anything. He does. It's a beautiful thing to withhold or behold or whatever. (laughs) Kendall, now what I think is very interesting. Did you know King Minos of Crete had the first flushing water closet in recorded history? And that was 2,800 years ago, Kendall. 2,800 years ago? Well, where where did they find a plumber 2,800 years ago? I don't know. I guess the yellow pages, <laughs> I'm assuming. And there was also a toilet discovered in the tomb of a Chinese king of the Western Han Dynasty that dates back to 24 AD. Well, you know, if you're asking me, I think of all the things that I would have in my tomb to take with me for comfort... Toilet would be one of them. Oh, I call that a tomb with a two, like for a number two. (laughs) Kendall, during the 1800s, remember that wonderful century? It was a beautiful time. (laughs) People realized that poor sanitary conditions caused diseases. Somebody just woke up one day and put the two (laughs) together, Kendall. And having toilets and sewer systems that could control human waste became a priority to lawmakers, medical experts, inventors, and the general public. Remember a time, Kendall, in history when lawmakers, medical experts, inventors, and the general public were all in agreement on things. I've almost (laughs) forgotten that that could be possible, Kendall. 
I think those are just in films and books. It never really happened, right? Oh, oh, this is, I'm actually reading from a John Grisham novel. Oh, <laughs> that, everybody. see, there's your problem. <laughs> this was from the fiction section. Cliff, so did you know that people used to think that wearing white or clean linen next to their skin would cleanse you of disease? It would just soak up all the toxins and the smells. And that's why when they thought that water carried disease, they were like, well, this is the way we're going to stay clean. And that's kind of where underwear comes from. Underwear? Kendall, I... Under there. Is it, do you think... <laughs> is that where it comes from to keep us clean? Sort of a cloth chastity belt. Well, they, they, were, they, they were wearing it underneath the clothing. Like, when you think about it, it's like, why do we wear underwear? Well, it's because we have to put that clean linen next to our skin. I guess. I could see wearing underwear if... It, you know, if you have on like a dress or a skirt or a toga or something, or no, I go, I go free in the toga. Oh no, Kendall, that's not what I wanted to imagine today. That's Kendall, not what you wanted a noga. Beginning in <laughs> 1910, toilet designs started changing away from the elevated water tank. That's what the elevated water tank sounded like. Oh, there, there he goes. <laughs> And that's all I wanted to say about it. But, you know, in uh, 1829, the Tremont Hotel of Boston was the first hotel to have indoor plumbing. It had eight water closets. Can you imagine, Kendall, the luxury? I can't. I can't imagine. I'm so glad we have that luxury today, though. Could you imagine? Oh, can't imagine. Going to the outhouse. No, I cannot. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Pardon the interruption in here, boys. I'm, I'm not sure what you two are up to, <laughs> but we needed to see: Do you have these things on our list? Oh, do you have a, a gourd in here, boys? Uh, no, we got a soapbox and a skull that sings when you burp loudly. I have. Oh this, my this, goodness! This right here. Oh, 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 terrifying oh, deer. Oh, my bowels. Oh, I, I did not expect that, that skull to stop laughing at me. Oh, that was not on the list, dear. Oh, oh, oh. oh, well, look. Now, what do you got there, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn? That looks really uh, kind of interesting. Oh, is that oh, maze? Oh, dear. I've got a little maze here, of course, and I've got this beautiful red leaf, dear. Isn't it wonderful? Now we're supposed to find three of them. Oh, we've only found one so far. Oh, oh. and I think I might need to use that leaf to clean myself, sugar lump. Oh, dear. No, you mustn't use that. Let's go see if we can find a leaf that's not on the list. Oh, all right. Uh, okay, well, be careful out there. Watch where you're going. Don't trip. Oh, I think there are some leaves over there. Uh, See, look how much energy they're expelling. Like, isn't it better just sitting here and reading bathroom (laughs) facts? Speaking of reading bathroom facts, doesn't it almost just blow your mind to think of the time? Let alone think of the time in 1829 when the Tremont Hotel first put in those (laughs) eight water closets. Think of a time in your life. Think of a time in your life, Kendall, before we would go and play on the phone while you drop a number two and you would have to sit there and you would have to either like think about stuff or you know you would read <laughs> my my parents used to have a magazine rack right by the old shit bowl 
Now, do you ever still look at a magazine in the bathroom, Cliff? Or are those days gone? Those days are gone. I don't uh, have any magazines. I would if I was happened to be like reading a book. Then uh-huh. I guess I could, you know, I'd take the book in there, and or you know, use that as a sort of book break to go check the <laughs> old Instagram, see if there's book any break. new Jake Gyllenhaal paparazzi shots. That's, you got to check for that kind of stuff. Got to check. And I, I've got all these magazines on my iPad, Cliff. Oh. I can just scroll through them. So that's the new version of the magazine. I can just access whatever magazine I need at whatever time in the bathroom. What a marvelous technical age <laughs> we live in. What a time to be alive. What a time. Cliff. Now, speaking of the bathroom, Kendall, do you have any beautiful bathroom memories that you want to share on the show as we bathroom memory as we delve into the past and into the bathroom inside all of us cliff yes i would love so you know i grew up dirty and i grew up poor oh there goes the skeleton and cliff the wolves they didn't even hang around our door but our bathroom is a tiny little bathroom and I'll never forget, like, my mom, like, giving me a bath. And she's like, now look up. And she'd tell me to look up at the spiders on the ceiling so she could wash my neck really good. And I remember that as, like, one of my first memories. Isn't that beautiful? Were there really spiders on the ceiling? No, but she just would say that. Like, like oh, look up at the goblins on or whatever, you know. But it was, like, spiders. And, and she's like, so I can clean your neck. And so, of course, I have a terrible fear of spiders now. <laughs> it all stemmed from the bath bathtub oh wow yeah see and you love them you're making friends with spiders right outside your door as we speak always always i love them i had a giant one outside the door not long ago it was the size of an owl and it was great but okay since you asked my bathroom i was just about to say do you have any wonderful bathroom memories the bathroom memory that i remember the most kendall would be back in the olden days, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Back in the olden days, not quite as olden as yours, but I was probably six or seven, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bathroom, and I swear on all that is holy God? that I opened the lid, and inside the toilet bowl was a frog. Oh. And it was swimming and swimming. Oh. <laughs> and I, you know, it was, I reacted like Janet Lee did in the shower scene in Psycho. And I started screaming. And I went downstairs and I told my mother, I said, there is a frog <laughs> in the toilet. And she said, well, go tell your father. He's outside. <laughs> go tell your father. I went outside and I said, daddy, daddy. <laughs> There's a frog in the toilet upstairs. And he said, I think you and your mother are playing a joke on me. And I don't <laughs> think that there's a frog. As you know. And so I was like, oh my God. Am I what is happening? My both my parents just abandoned me in that moment. <laughs> and so I went back inside and I said, Daddy thinks this is a joke, but I swear upon all that is holy God? that there is a frog frog in the toilet upstairs 
And so finally my mother went upstairs and she saw that there was indeed a frog in the toilet. And uh, what I recall is, I don't know how she got it out, but she got it out uh, probably with like one of those uh, fish scoopers, you know, because we had fish tanks. Uh-huh. And a frog scooper. A frog scooper. And she let it hop out the second story window where I'm sure it caught a <laughs> gust of wind and fell right onto a lily pad down below but it was a horrible nightmare for my whole life and for years i promise you i was terrified every time i sat down to do the number two because (laughs) i thought well at any moment a frog could just swim right up suction onto the old asshole cliff i don't know if you saw we got two texts from dr blathers the first one was just gibberish and the second one was a photo of a letter he had written out, and he said, we have both found the, the, the moment that we both were terrified of spiders and frogs, and it both stems from bathroom memories. Yeah, well, it was, it was terrifying. I would sit uh, sort of perched up on the, the front of the toilet <laughs> so I could see so that there would be light coming in, and I could always look and see if anything was you know crawling up out of the damn toilet tube or whatever. See, you were looking down. I was looking up, waiting for spiders to come falling down on my head. Oh, Lord, what a nightmare world we live in, Kendall. <laughs> Cliff, you know, we are at least lucky enough to be in a bathroom inside of a house. You know, my um. mountain ancestors, they just had those outhouses, Cliff, and the shitter was always full. Oh, I know. Well, what I think back is about toilet paper and how the first packaged toilet paper was the 1857 invention of American Joseph Gaiety, and it was called Gaiety's Medicated Paper. Ooh, ooh, ooh. In 1880, the British Perforated Paper Company, not the Michael Scott Paper Company, (laughs) but they created a paper product to be used for wiping after using the toilet that came in boxes of small pre-cut squares. Oh, and then finally in 1879, the Scott Paper Company, not the Michael Scott Paper Company, just the Scott Paper (laughs) Company, began selling the first actual rolled toilet paper. But it didn't become common until 1907. And, oh, it was even 30-something years later. It was 1942, Kendall, before people on Earth knew what it was like to have double ply toilet And then we were on a roll. Then we were on a roll. And then that's when I say society jumped the shark. Because if you're... (laughs) If you're just so, oh, I'm the Queen of England, I have to wipe my ass with double-ply paper. There are people that have no paper in other countries, and we're double-ply wiping our asses? Come on. Aren't we up to like four-ply now? It's so, it's just super-ply. People just wipe it with (laughs) one roll and then toss the roll. Cliff, this is one of my favorite little facts about uh, bathrooms, if you will, you know, Back a long time ago, people, you know, they had their chamber pots, and they, and really the bedroom was like the bathroom of that era. So they just poop right in the chamber pots, and then they poured out their window, you know, onto the street. And did you know in Liberty Square at Disneyland, there is actually a brown 
area that runs down the middle of the walkway. It's like concrete, but it's painted brown. It's to symbolize the poo flowing down the street. Well, what a beautiful symbol and memory of days gone by. <laughs> At the mouse house. At the mouse house. I love it. I love that the mouse house would do that. <laughs> and Cliff, uh, uh, which segment do you want to do first? We didn't talk about that. Are you talking to me? Okay. Um, uh, Cliff, it was at the mouse house, and uh, I'm talking to you, but are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? me, me? Uh, are you talking to me? Oh, he's talking to me. All right, hold on, Cliff. I got to sit up. All I right. Double over because I was just, I'm just slumped down into my chair, and I'm just turning to. A big old soccer ball. Ball, 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 I thought for a second, I thought, am I sitting across from a giant (laughs) damn soccer ball? No. Am I Pele having a nightmare? It's just me, Cliff. Just me. And so Alma, are you talking to me? Me, me, are of course related to our, one of our favorite rooms, the bathroom. Oh, well, fabulous. Just give you a little hint. All right. I'll go first. It's just like pulling off a Band-Aid. A one and a two and a... We got a bleeder! Sunset Boulevard. Oh, Cliff, you're so close. You're so close. They were ready for their close-up. It was something about Mary. Oh. Don't you remember that famous scene when he got it all stuck up in the zipper? Oh, I thought I was thinking about the jizz in the hair. No, that come later. Uh-oh. Whoa. <laughs> Get your double entendre. <laughs> Kendall, exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. They just don't. Uh, I love you to death. Oh, uh, thank you for the sentiment, but I wish you'd answer the question. (laughs) Kendall, it was the movie. I guess I should have sang it to you. It was Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. What a wonderful movie. When you think to yourself. What a wonderful movie. And a sequel. Oh, Cliff, which reminds me, I am on a Smokey and the Bandit marathon. I'm Uh watching all of them. I just finished the second one. Oh, shit. You got to tell. Man, you got to tell me what you think about number three. uh, Yeah, remember we talked about that. I haven't seen three. So, all right. um, Look away. It's coming out of me like lava. Look away. Look away, look away, was that bridesmaids? It was indeed, Cliff. Oh. You look away, look away. Oh, yep, you get a double ding. Oh, Kendall, I live my life a quarter <laughs> mile at a time. Was that one flew over the cuckoo's nest? No, it was also not a movie about us. It was not the fat and the furious. It was the fast and the furious. Oh, Cliff, I thought it was a movie that I might have known. Have you seen all those? I haven't seen seen any any of them. them? Okay, I didn't think so. I didn't think, when you said the quote, I thought, well, maybe this is... Kendall, these are billion dollar movies. Is, (laughs) it is, they are. And they, uh, to think that some people out in our audience are just wide, wide audience. Don't, don't, just somebody out there, one of our beautiful listeners, maybe in Russia, they love The Fast and the Furious. And they're thinking, thank God, Cliff and Kendall mentioned that. I feel seen now. (laughs) I'm not questioning your use of it. I just was, anyway. All right. Who does number two work for? 
That's right, buddy. You got to show that turd who's boss. Um, the Austin Powers. Yes. Yes, yes. Kendall, I have doubts. I have such doubts. Uh, well, I said that when I woke up this morning. Oh, I said that <laughs> when I was ordering pizza last night. But then, oh, so was it me or you? No, Kendall. Those were parts of our lives, and not movies from which you can pull quotes and then ask as a question. <laughs> okay, I, I have, I have doubts. I have doubts. Um, that Mrs. Doubtfire. No, it was a little movie called Doubt. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Alright. Whoops. I hope you're not using the toilet. It's broken. It's broken. That was Alice in Toilet Land. <laughs> no, Cliff. It wasn't Fast and Furious. It was Dumb and Dumber. Oh. Uh, <laughs> finally, Kendall, I have one more bonus for the bathroom show. Alright, hit me with your bonus shot. I can guarantee the closest shave you'll ever know. The closest shave you'll ever know. Was that Sweeney Todd? It was Sweeney, Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. Of course it was, Kendall. And that actually went along with your bathroom. People shave in the bathroom. Yes, look at you. Look at me being on topic, Kendall. Speaking of it, <laughs> back to the bathroom. Oh, God, back to the bathrooms. What What do you got? Now, in 1800 B.C., in Crete, we already mentioned, you know, they flushed some toilets with water. Mm-hmm. Uh. But in 1200 B.C., <laughs> Egyptian rich people used a container with sand. I guess much like a, a cat, a, a, a kitty litter box. That's and of course, I got the idea, I guess. Of course, they just got their slaves to empty it. So, uh, you know, that's just how life was back then. It was terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. And now we have toilets. Now we have toilets. And just praise the Lord. I just want to praise <laughs> the me. Lord. We found another leaf, dear. We have two beautiful red leaves for our scavenger hunt. Oh, and I oh, just know if we keep praying and praying, we'll find a third, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. Well, what else yeah. do you have on your list? Like, what other what other things do you have to find? Maybe we have some. Do you, you know? A, a, do you need a printed out picture of Jake Gyllenhaal taken on the streets of New York seven years ago? I have a few of those. Um, let's. No, I don't see that on the list here. But I, there, there is a list for a, a a twig that's two inches long that's been dropped by a bird. Oh, well, we'll keep an eye out for that. I'll, I'll be looking. I'll be watching for the birds flying over. I'll have Kendall has some old uh, candy wrappers over there. Do you need any? He's licked the chocolate out. I hope that's not a problem. Oh no, you can't have these. There's still a little bit of chocolate left, so I gotta. I've, that's for later. Oh dear, is there any sort of garbage like that on the list? I don't think so. I, I think we need a, a summer squash oh. and some leaves and and a hat from an old scarecrow. Oh, yes, dear. Now, it does say at the bottom, you're encouraged to pick up litter if you find it. It's part of the journey. <laughs> oh, yes. And, oh, some maize. But we've already got that, dear. Oh, we do. It's amazing, dear. Oh, oh, oh. oh I'm definitely. astounded by your wit, sugar lump. Oh, oh please. Oh, dear. Look, look over there. Is, is that a hat or is that a scarecrow? 
Oh, let's go find out. Let's investigate there. Oh, dear, which oh, way I, should we go? I don't know what that. I think that's just an old paper bag blowing in the wind. <laughs> it's a beautiful, just flowing paper bag through the wind. Oh, what a beautiful! It that's beautiful in and of itself. Somebody take a picture. Of Why that isn't that bag. on the list? Well, oh, the crockpot. She got it. She grabbed it. Okay. Cliff, now do you know during the Industrial Revolution? Oh, doesn't was that one of your favorite revolutions? It well, I do enjoy the benefit of the hot water that came from it because before talking that, about a revolution. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, could we you imagine all want hot water to come from the thing? From the thing, Cliff, <laughs> could you imagine like the water being so cold? You couldn't take a shower. You just, it's freezing. You need that that nice warm water to ache, uh, to ease your aching muscles. <laughs> ease your aching muscles, Kendall. I will never forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget ha- it. You know. Having my aching muscles eased <laughs> by the hot water. Speaking we of uh, listen, our muscles, Kendall. Everybody knows about your famous love of hot water. You included hot water heaters on our hot stuff countdown. There you go. It's next only to outdoors. All right. I guess we'll go take a break, and we'll be right back after this. I'm going to go ease my aching muscles. Uh, we'll be right back. This has been a great show so far, and I'm told it only gets better. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. I want to tell you about this great new way to meet people. It's called the Love Line, and you use it by picking up your telephone. When you call, you'll hear real people talking about themselves and what they're looking for in other people. Best of all, you'll get the real names and telephone numbers of people who want to hear from you. So no more excuses, okay? Meet someone special. Call the Love Line. I think it'll be really good for you. Two dollars the first minute, one dollar each additional adults. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. Walking into the bathroom stall. Bathroom stall. believe it all i know is that it's coming ain't no use i can't outrun it so glad the commode's not occupied honey oh i'm going to the toilet just let me enjoy it oh honey oh i'm gonna make a do-do oh should i say a boo-boo Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back, back. Welcome back. To the toilet. To the toilet, to the shower, to the sink, to the bathtub, and everything in between. Uh, uh. Oh. <laughs> it's just going to keep on going. Just like our show, Kendall, we're just going to keep on going. Cliff, now you know, did I talk about the... Uh, bathtubs being made out of wood. Oh, no. Please tell me about it. Did they just carve a big tree into a tub? 
Well, I didn't look into the details of how they oh made them, but they were wooden and splinters. Can you imagine? Must have been horrible when you were soaking in the tub. Oh. So in the 1800s, they started making them out of copper. That became a thing in the 1800s. <laughs> so that was the thing to do. <laughs> it was all in fashion to have a copper tub. People like, did you know Kendall has a copper bathtub? Oh my God. I didn't know he oh. had it in him. Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. I didn't know he had it in him. Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. Sorry, there was some, <laughs> some trail mix over here. I had to. And you, oh, you were, you were eating all of it, not sharing? It was just, it's just a little bit, Kendall. Well? If you separate a little bit, it's like neither of us got any. So if I get some, <laughs> at least one of us feels like they got some. Good logic. But, Kendall, speaking of logic, Spock would love this. The first man-made showers <laughs> that provided the privilege of bathing in the privacy of one's home dates back to the time of ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia. Oh, it was such a Mesopotamia back then. Yeah, they were generally enjoyed by, of course, the wealthy 1% bastards because it involved having somebody, <laughs> usually a slave, pouring jugs of water from above. And that's what they called the shower. They named one of their slaves Shower, and they just made them <laughs> pour a damn water jug. Reminder, life is terrible and always has been. <laughs> it always has been. Will it ever candle. get any better? Will it ever? It, life is just a proverbial toilet. Stay tuned, and we'll let you know if it gets any better. Clip, I got a question for you. Do you? Clip, what would I do? What would you do? What would you do, 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 do? Do, do. That's where it's done, Cliff, in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you, 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 you. I'm gonna make a do, do. Okay. You've just finished eating a rather large meal because it's just a Yum. normal what was evening. It? Uh there were there were so many things in there. It's hard to really pinpoint what it was. But you're leaving the restaurant and you run into who other than Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh oh. You tell him I'm a huge fan. I love all your movies and don't get you started on how brutally snubbed he's been by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Don't get me started. Don't get started. And he says, "Come on over to my place. I have three movies I have made that have yet to be released in theaters, and I would love to show them to you." And you're like what this is once in a lifetime and you're in the, right in the middle of the middle movie okay and you know you're like this is the one that's going to get him that oscar oh and all of a sudden your stomach starts rumbling you are in serious trouble and you're like yeah. do you have a restroom he says well they're all being worked on except for this one right next to the theater screen and uh-huh. i'll just pause it and wait for you and you go in you know it's like super quiet that wall is super thin what do you do Boom, you run some tap water and nobody's the wiser. And Just a little you, tap water. And then you, you know, a few minutes later, you just go back and resume the Oscar winning performance and you thank him for pausing. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Wonderfully said. Well said. Well said. <laughs> Kendall, suddenly, due to a genie's curse, when you turn on any faucet, this is just you that this happens to. Water doesn't come out. Doo-doo comes out. Ooh. Oh, what 
would you do? Oh, it's like in Ghostbusters. I, I would. I, that's who I would call the Ghostbusters to come and fix my sink from from the doo doo poltergeist that was shooting it out everywhere. Wouldn't wouldn't help. <laughs> well then, Cliff, I guess I would wait until the doo doo had finished, and then I would get me some uh, cleaner and I would clean it all up so that I could get back to normal everyday living. Oh, Kendall. <laughs> you are it just keeps the, coming. <laughs> you're in the denial stage. Well, I, when I get to acceptance, um, I, I don't know. I guess that uh, I would just have to not wash my hands. I would rely on a lot of hand sanitizer from that moment. Uh, okay. All right. That's what you would do. That's what I do. That's what you ask. All right, Cliff. Speaking of a genie, yeah. one day you wake up. Uh, and yours is very excited, uh, or you're very excited for these three wishes. And he says, not so fast. I'm not that kind of genie. I'm the kind of genie that goes around and just causes mischief and drives people crazy. Mm. Kind of, he's kind of like the Chucky version of a genie, you know, horror, horror movie. Oh, see? Um, so he clicks his fingers, and you are no longer able to go to the bathroom, number one, nor number two. Uh-oh. He says, the more you eat and drink, the bigger you will get, and the more pain you will be in. The only way to save yourself from excruciating pain and continue to live your life without the pain is to eat a tablespoon of, like, just some mashed-up cracker and a sip of water every day. No big meals. What do you do? I guess you just jump off a bridge. Won't work. (laughs) How do you live without eating three meals a day? Before How do before I breakfast. Live without eating, I want to know. I don't want to live in a world where I can't eat so much. Kendall, let's pick up the spirit here <laughs> from where you took us. Kendall, Jesus himself God? has been watching you and he's not pleased. Uh-oh. And as punishment, Jesus is going to turn you into a toy. But. In Jesus' infinite love and generosity, he's at least going to let you decide what kind of toy to become. What would you do? Amen. Oh, I'm so glad you asked me. I was hoping that was going to be the question that you asked me. Uh, Let's see. I would be like, I wouldn't be as much as I love like Woody or Buzz Lightyear or somebody like that. I would want to be a a, a toy that could like fly and go really far and fast. Because how would I get around? If I was just a little, like if I was Buzz Lightyear and I couldn't really fly, it would be really hard to do. So I'd want to be like a half like newfangled toy that could fly everywhere. What about you? Newfangled. <laughs> I would be. Um, I can't tell you what kind of toy I would be, Kendall, on a family show. Whoa! Whoa, indeed. Charles has done the unthinkable again. Uh, he, not again. He, he's. You guys, we're all at the royal bathroom in London after meeting the Queen um, and he has made a mess of the situation. There is poo everywhere. On every surface of the Royal Taps, the golden crusted bathtub, there is no way to fathom just how that much poop of Charles got everywhere in the bathroom. You know, and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Chairman Schnabon, they're having tea with the Queen but right. she's coming back and the only way that Cliff and Kendall and all the gang will not be kicked out forever from ever meeting the queen again is for you to clean all the poo out of the bathroom. What do you do? I go and I ask one of those guards that can't laugh if I can borrow his big hat that looks like a toilet (laughs) brush and wipe it all up real quick. Kendall, who am I? The queen of England? I can't wipe up a little bit of 
contractor shit all over the bathroom. Come on. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a great answer. It's a great tool for cleaning up poo. Great answer. What's he gonna do? He can't even laugh. Can't stop me. <laughs> he can't even laugh. Kendall, you are on an old abandoned farm with Susan, and you guys are playing hide and seek. And she's way off, you know, in the wrong place looking for you. Uh-huh. And you have hidden inside an old freezer. You know, one of those big freezers Uh-oh. that people have outside? Uh-huh. And freezing unit, some people call it. And as you lie there with the lid closed, you hear the sounds of someone chaining the freezer shut. And you feel it being heaved into the air. And then put on a truck, and after a long, bouncy truck ride, you hear the telltale sounds of the freezer, which is 100% chained up airtight, being tossed into the river. What would you do? Oh, well, it's a good thing that I'm always wearing my Houdini Magician t-shirt which is not going to help you no it's it's a secret compartment that straps around my wrist and it's got little picks and i'm able to pick my way out of the locked refrigerator from the inside and i'm the locks are on the outside the locks are on the outside well they don't call him houdini for nothing cliff i can't really (laughs) tell you and tell you how the trick is done but that i would get out of it because i'm a magician that is not an acceptable answer. Well, tell it to Houdini. I'm a magician. <laughs> I get out of it. I'm a magician. All right, Kendall. Well, sure okay, thing. Oh, okay, that that will be what my brain thinks in its last moment of life before I'm dead from under the water. Is that what you want to hear? Yes. Yes. Finally. Bury me truth. in satin. <laughs> Lay me down on a bed of roses. Satin sheets to lie on. All right, Kendall, what else? Do you have any more? What would I do? I'm done asking you what you would do about it, Cliff. I'm done. Well, I have one more bonus bathroom. What bonus. would you do, do for you, you? Bonus. Kendall, for reasons that are still unclear, <laughs> you are selling your soul to who but the devil? Oh, it's probably because he was playing the fiddle. Oh, but Old Scratch has evil plans, which you did not see coming. (laughs) And he, in his infinite evil, decides that you must put either hot coals down your drawers or have hideous, awful sex with a member of the insane clown posse. What would you do, Kendall? Cliff, I'm going with the posse. Oh! They may be insane, and they may be clowns, but at least it doesn't burn. I'm pretty sure the burning comes after you have sex with a member of the insane clown posse. Oh! Yeah, but what a juggling wild time it would be. (laughs) Kendall, I got got bad news for you. Those insane clown posse clowns, they're not hot like Pennywise. They're not one of those sexy clowns like Pennywise when he dislocates his jaw. Cliff, I got news for you. Neither am I. Oh, (laughs) ouch. So, you know. Self-burn. Self-burn. Isn't that who we often end up burning the most? Ourselves. Yes, it is. You know, I was thinking yesterday, I was like, you know, when you go out in the world, nobody cares what I look like. Nobody cares at all. They're like, I'm too busy with my own life. 
But yet I'm the one burning myself. I'm like, why did I eat that enormous meal and look like this? Oh, Kendall. Yeah. Earth to Kendall. <laughs> yeah. We have reached the age. You know, I feel like I've gotten a lot wiser. Since reached I've the age nobody cared to begin with. <laughs> no, 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 nobody cared to begin with, but I'm but I'm here to tell you a double reason. Double. Like my okay, chin. Because A, everybody's caught in their own mind, of course, but some people are being looked at. I'm here to tell you. Some people are being looked at when they're out in the world. We have reached the age where we are invisible. We might as well be Kevin Bacon in Halloween. <laughs> at least we're being listened to. Yeah, well, of course we're being lis- listened to by twos and threes of people all over the world, just you know, <laughs> with bated breath, and they're taking copious notes. But I'm telling you, when we're out in the public, not only did nobody care in the first place, now we are men who are almost 40, big, fat, white guys who are almost 40. Nobody cares. (laughs) We might as well not even be standing there. Nobody cares. Just because we just blend into the scenery. It's just, we're one of a, you know, we're not one in a million. We're 900,000 in a million. Come on. Well, and Cliff, you know, you know, whenever anybody you know that's like fat gets real thin, you're like, oh, I, I despise you for being so thin. So people would hate me if I was real thin. So it'd be, be it's better now that I'm just fat and people don't even notice. And for us to get thin, real thin, thin people thin, it, I, I don't even think it's achievable. <laughs> it would got take, the, nobody's got the time for that. No, we, we could lose weight and look better. We could look, we could do the thing which people always tell us like, oh, you're slimming down. Yeah. Which is like just a hateful way of saying, well, you're less fat. Well, younger. Younger. Slimmer. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why you got me thinking about this. I'd rather think about happy, fun things. Kendall, like, you know, the other day at the motel, Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butterchurn and I, we were watching Young Sheldon on the old HBO Max. Oh, good old young And I'm here to tell you, I didn't want to love it. I didn't want to <laughs> love it. <laughs> young Sheldon made me love you, Kendall. Uh, okay, here's the thing. On about episode three, somebody said we've got to save the show. Get Annie Potts on the line, uh-huh. and Annie Potts joins the cast as Sheldon's meemaw, and. It's uh, I mean, it's everything you could ever hope for. And it makes you think, why has Annie Potts not had a steady sitcom of her own for the last 30 years since Damn Designing Women ended? Because she's terrific, Kendall. That, well, and it's very like, it. it's like the Wonder Years, kind of, is what they're, you know, or the Goldbergs where it's somebody talking about, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And it, the only times it gets not great or when it tries too hard to like tie it to big bang theory oh but, yeah <laughs> which and of course you know i love the big bang theory yeah love it but it, it's so good and i've already watched all three seasons and i got mrs potter butter butter churn hooked on it as well because it's <laughs> oh, fun dear. for the whole family did you mention young sheldon did we were over there and i heard something about a shell and we are looking oh, for a snail oh you know she won't she won't stop going on and on about that young sheldon show she just loves oh, isn't it wonderful Cliff? it is it's it's really fun 
and it's great. The you know Laurie Metcalf, Aunt Jackie played Sheldon's mom on Big Bang Theory, and her daughter plays Sheldon's mom on this show in Young Sheldon. Can oh, you she's believe a spinning it? Spinning in your image of her daughter, dear. I know she really is, and everybody's good. They have lots of great guest stars. There was an episode where Reba guest starred on it. Oh, she was wonderful in that, dear. Didn't it make you just want a new Reba reboot, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn? Oh, dear, I've already signed the petition. I know, and Barbara Jean, who was on Reba, she's like a recurring guest as the mother of the neighbor kid. And so it's just, I mean, I, I could go on about young Sheldon, but I guess I'll stop. <laughs> but we're running out of time, though. <laughs> oh, speaking of running out of time, do you have a, a large bale of hay here oh, in the booth? Dear, or, a, or a large pine cone. Oh, we need them both, boys. Um, no, uh, no, we don't have either of the. They've got. There's that jar over there that Charles keeps something in it. Yellow water. I don't know what it is. There's a jar. There's our Halloween skeleton head. Oh dear, that was terrifying. There's a couple dingers. Oh dear, what? We'll, we'll go look over in that direction for the pine cones. It looks like some pine trees there, dear. Oh, there's a little pine tree there in the distance, oh, sugar lump. Look at Opie running through out. the field. Dear, look how cute. <laughs> oh, we, we've got to get your camera out of your purse. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Oh, Cliff, will anybody take a picture of us in this beautiful, idyllic autumn setting? <laughs> I sure hope not, because I don't want to see what I look like. You're going to need a bigger lens. But, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about, I want I want to know all about Sheldon his entire life. I want animated Sheldon babies <laughs> on Saturday morning. I think that they need another spinoff. Why not get somebody old, get Judd Hirsch or somebody to be old Sheldon? And they oh, have a, a future. Wouldn't that be good? It'd like it'd be set in the future, uh-huh. and it's Sheldon when he's like eighty. He's like won the Nobel Peace Prize or something. Well, he won <laughs> that in the finale. Oh, of, of course, Big he Bang. Did. Of course, he did. Not the Peace Prize, but the a science prize. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, some some important prize. Some important. Well, yeah, and he'll be made. It, oh no, here's a, maybe he could be made like the what's the what's the Surgeon General or something. <laughs> And that could be when he's eighty for some reason. He's old. And they're like, we can only we need Sheldon Cooper, doctor, to be the damn Surgeon General. I'm sure he'd make a great one. He it would be so funny because he'd be on a bathroom schedule and the the for <laughs> the president would be like we can't. I can't believe we have to work around Sheldon's bathroom schedule. <laughs> well, Cliff, speaking of bathrooms, there you go. Speaking of bathrooms, have, now do you poop at a regular time every day? No. No, no, and I and also, I've noticed, and this may just be because we are, you know, we eat so much food, but I go many, many times a day. But they're small poops, right? Sometimes, sometimes not. Uh, but it's like I'm staying regular. It's those fiber bars. Those fiber bars. <laughs> I found an old box of them in the storage closet before we left. Well, they're extra fiber if they expired in 2010. <laughs> now, but okay, well, I go about the same time every day. Now, sometimes if I do overeat, I will go an extra time. Oh, yeah, no, there's, ne- there's so many times I go during the day. So many times. Susan's so, the same way. Susan is the same way? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. 
What's wrong with you both? Wrong with you both? And that's not stupid, Cliff, but this is... <laughs> these damn pretty stupid. Stupid questions. It's pretty stupid, Kendall. You have to admit, <laughs> it's pretty stupid. Cliff, everyone hears discussions that they consider to be boring. Boring! What topic can put you to sleep more quickly than any other? Other than bathrooms? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Or football? <laughs> <laughs> well, football. I wouldn't say sports of any kind. I'm asleep immediately. Put you right to sleep. But speaking of, I saw at the store the other day down at the Fizzy 111 General Store, mm-hmm. they had these pet Halloween costumes. And... Not that you, you you needed one for a pet or anything, but one of them just said, I love football. <laughs> and, and I thought, Kendall needs this. He needs to wear, although Kendall's famous quote is, I do love football. Because he's, of course, <laughs> protesting because anybody with any knowledge of Kendall or knew him would say, you don't like football. You never mention it. How, what do you, you like it? Huh? I do love football. Well, That's Kendall's I quote. do. I do love football. I do love football. I do love football. A football. A football. I do. I do. I do love football. But what is something you forgot once that you will more than likely never forget again? <laughs> How to eat a sensible dinner? <laughs> no, oh, that was that me would... projecting. Well, no, that would imply that I would remember how and do it over and over, <laughs> which is not what's going to happen. Something I'll never forget again. Uh, I'll never forget it, you know. You know, just really that humans, no matter what we go through, it's a terrible time, of course, to be alive. But we have to just imagine, instead of thinking we're the, you know, that we're these elevated super beings and all the other animals of the earth you know, sort of just tramp, should be trampled beneath our feet. Think of yourself as an animal in the you know opening of the Lion King. And, you know, it's just we're just humans on Earth. We're just Have gazelles. Have you ever heard the wolf cry leaping. from the blue corn moon? I love that. It's my favorite song from the Lion King, Kendall. Well, I, didn't, I didn't say I'd sing a song from the Lion King. Just gazelles leaping through, you know, the plains or whatever. And that's all we are. We're humans on Earth. We think, you know, we're just building these sandcastles and everything we build is to be washed away someday. All of our most treasured possessions will one day be in the trash because somebody eventually will get them and they'll say, well, I don't want this stupid thing that Cliff <laughs> cherished his whole life. And they will. And that's you you just have to know that. And you have to be in on the joke. And you have to realize that the circle of life and the from the day we arrive on the planet and you just think about the Lion King and you can think about it either hand-drawn animation or the computer, even though, as Madonna would say, the computer animated Lion King was reductive. And, <laughs> you know, it's just you have to do it your own way. And, Kendall, I will never... Forget that. That was a great answer for a stupid question. The blue corn moon. Ask or the grandpapkin why he grins. grins. But forget about uh, soft sounds like babbling uh, brooks, gentle showers. Uh, 
warbling birds, all these wonderful sounds that I hear. What is yeah. your favorite loud sound? As if I have to ask at this point. Loud sound. I love those loud booming dance remixes. Kendall, <laughs> take me away to the dance floor. You can say those loud booming belches. Why would I love a loud booming belch? Oh, because they feel so good when they come they out. They feel so good. Cliff, what is one trip you have never taken but would really love to take someday? Well, I'd like to visit the moon on a rocket ship high in the air. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, I'd like to visit the moon. But I don't think I'd like to live there. I might stay for a day there if I had my wish. But there's not much to do when your friends are all moonfish. And an oyster and clam from the moon aren't real family. But I'd like to visit the moon, you and me. Beautifully put, Cliff, from the earth to the moon. HBO, call me about a mini-series. Or uh, Pulitzer Prize, Peabody, anyone. Give us a call. We're accepting all of the (laughs) above. Cliff, do you got anything else that you're just dying to tell me about the bathroom? The bathrooms. Uh, You know, people, really, they used to just shower. People who didn't you know, weren't horrible, evil slave owners. They would go shower under a damn waterfall. Oh, what a beautiful moment in an old romantic movie just showering in the waterfall. What a beautiful moment. You know, have you and Susan ever showered in the waterfall? No, Cliff, I'd be afraid somebody would see me and they would mistake me for that scene in the Jungle Cruise where the elephant is bathing under the waterfall. Oh, I always thought that (laughs) that was you. That's an elephant (laughs) on the Jungle Cruise. Shut up. Shut up. Do you, let me ask you a very personal question. Do you use Uh the public bathroom? Are you just okay with it like I am? How do you not use the public bathroom? Well, you gotta go. You gotta go. But not like like Susan's just like I don't want to use the public bathroom. Like I, I could use my bathroom at home, and I'm like, you gotta go. You gotta do it. Yeah, some people I mean, won't do it. Some people won't go in a public bathroom. Uh, I I have to go where I gotta go. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. I'm I'm with you. Yeah, there's no. Ifs, ands, or buts about that one, Kendall. <laughs> and that is sad. No, <laughs> that is, it is sad. Oh, my goodness, dear, look, we found the third leaf. <laughs> oh, it's a miracle. We've been praying the entire hour long. <laughs> oh, boys. Oh, praise the Lord, news. dear. Praise the Lord. Well, that is great. So, yeah. how many more things total do you guys have to... Check off the old scavenger hunt list. Oh, just 27, dear. 
Oh, yes. We're well on our way, boys. 27? Oh, my God. Cliff, we better just roll on into the third hour of this show. <laughs> well, Kendall, as we've said before, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, dear, if you would be so kind as to help us, we could get through that list twice as fast. Oh, yes. I need a candied apple and a caramel apple, boys. Oh, well, I'll go oh. look for that. I'll, I'll go help him look for that to make sure he didn't eat it on the way back. That's a good idea, Cliff. And maybe we can find more than one. Oh, you, whatever you say, boys. All right. Oh, Crockpot, dear. Bring the list over here. We need to see what's next. Coming what's right next up. On the list, Crockpot. Right All right, back. Cliff. Well, let's go help him. Let's go get us a, a candy apple, hopefully. And, um, and I do have to use the bathroom, I hate to tell you. So we're going to have to uh. find one. All right, or there's just the, go behind that tree over there. Come on. Uh, oh, I'm gonna need something a little bit more well, private. You, you can use one of those red leaves that they found as toilet Ooh, paper. Good idea. Hey, Mrs. Potter, butter, butter, turn. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. You might hear me. Start to strain and grow